I do that when I read. So listening is actually easier for me to like follow along than it is for reading. My brain is like, what did I have to do today? <laughs> well, sometimes too, it's easier to like, like if we got to the chapter about like universal, like big, mm-hmm. whatever, and I'm like, eh, skip that. Okay. Like, I'm not a religious person, so just skip that. You know, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Whereas like with the book, it's harder to do that. Right. With like the audio. Mm-hmm. So like fast forward, you can't right. you just take a leap of faith. Hope you can fast forward enough. I'm gonna go grab that audio book too because then you can do things while yes. you're yes. listening to it instead of just pretty big. That's pretty much how I get around time right now. Yeah, that's the audio book. The podcast is how I get around time right now. I still don't hear anything. Okay. So I figured I probably I pulled a couple different of my favorite parts. I figured, look, do you guys want to like? Would you rather like popcorn snap, pick your favorite parts, or go in a circle? What would be less stressful? I want this to be as fun, enjoyable, easy, no pressure, no stress as possible. Uh, I don't know anyone besides you here. So. Oh yeah, let's say hi to all of my friends. Introductions are always a good way to start. Thanks, Blake. That's a great point. So, uh, you guys all know me, Camille. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am your trainer. <laughs> Alright, let's go that way since it was your idea. I'm Blake. And say how long you've been working with me. Uh, maybe. Since July. And so, anything else that feels important? Um, I don't know, I guess uh, I've been trying to kick ass three days a week. So yes, you have been. Just been making, it was just a lot of changes, so a yeah. lot of good changes and a lot of uh, burning a lot of energy. So yeah, I think we've tired. lost like 15 pounds and yeah. went up so, quite a bit strength-wise in a lot of yeah. different movements. Yeah, so yeah. Awesome. I'm Krista. I'm not probably the exception in the group. I don't actually train with you. <laughs> um, I, but I have trained with Dusty for like seven-ish years, so kind of been around for a long time. Uh, I do a lot of classes, uh, <clears throat> more than I train with Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I train with Dusty every week, but I do two, sometimes three classes a week. Yeah. And Sue, so, um, I train with Camille. Don't do a whole lot on my own. <laughs> so that's why I have to have a little bit more. That's what I'm here for. And we lost like 10 pounds. Had a crazy transformation yeah. up on the TV. Ooh, that is awesome. <laughs> that <was really> cool. <laughs> There's more to go. Yes. Um, I'm Julie. <clears throat> I've been training with Camille since she's been sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> she was my first up. PT client here in Anoka. Bought, uh, bought sessions in, this, in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. I'm Monica. I've been training with Camille since June or July, I think. And I've lost 30 pounds. Yeah. And I have a one year old at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Angie. I've been training with Camille since October. Yes. I haven't lost any weight yet, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yes, we have lost interest. <laughs> Uh, same thing, I'm Shannon. I've been training with Camille for 
Pranayama, I think I'm your longest mm-hmm. client. You were one of my very first clients when I yeah. first started training back, back Plymouth. in Plymouth. Yeah. Oh, I missed the Plymouth one, but I know it's pretty bomb too. <laughs> um, so I train with Camille once a week. I do the kettlebell class and train twice a week. I'm going to keep boxing here. Yes. Super excited. I find that I don't <clears throat> work out well on my own because I get distracted or frustrated. So having Camille or a group really helps. Makes it more fun. Yeah. Same thing with book group. Yes. So I'm more likely to finish the book than exactly (laughs) all right so i'm going to start with just my first thing that i thought was cool um if you are less than impressed then you need to change things up and that's always when you know i sit down with clients when they first start it's okay like are you happy with what's going on now no okay well then you understand we need to change things and it sounds like such a simple thing but just hearing it like reiterated that understanding, like, if you're not happy with something, that means that you have to change something because what you're currently doing is not going to give you the same output. So I thought that um, that was cool. That was a good reminder to, like, recognize if it's uncomfortable now, that change must come, even though change is sometimes uncomfortable. Anyone else? I uh, that you're a victim of your own beliefs. Oh yeah, I just pulled up that quote. Yeah. Yes. It, I mean, it's true. How long, like, do you say, like, oh, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. And I always like to like simplify it down to something so simple, like, I don't like asparagus. I don't like asparagus. Do you know how long in my adult life that I didn't eat asparagus because I didn't think I liked it because I didn't like it when I was a kid? Until I was in college and like had like one instance where I had to like rewrite a belief, even if it was something as simple as like like asparagus, I was like, oh, I actually do like asparagus. And then I was like, hmm, I wonder how much of all of my other lies I've told myself are also not true. So then you just have to go one by one and like test them out again and see if that's true or not. Well, then yeah, going with that quote, so you're you're the victim of the rules you live by. It's just one of those things where, you know, I. I tend to tell myself the subconscious lies about like this is how this is how good I am at something or I'm not good enough for something or whatever and so trying to just change that mind shift and trying to be like no you are awesome you are that badass like the book tells you mm-hmm. that can really help you stay motivated to get things done not always because there's still the egos days but. um and so my because like, we're talking about labels um and affirmations for me when I first started kind of diving into self-help world were kind of like not scary but I really just didn't like them because you're like I am beautiful and I was like, oh, I feel right. like it just feels weird and you just you feel silly and you feel weird and I didn't I still really don't like that like I don't really like affirmations because it just feels so forced and foreign but I like to think of affirmations as testing out new labels to see which one you identify with so like reading a list of 10 and seeing which one kind of like feels right as it comes out is like how I like to use them because I, I don't like looking in the mirror and be like you are beautiful. Like it's just it's not my cup of tea. Uh, I say I think part of that too is uh, how committed you are to that affirmation because mm-hmm. you're just saying it and not committing to it, but it's just it, that's why it doesn't feel right. Like anything. You don't have any, it doesn't yeah, give you any. I guess yeah. There's no belief behind it, yeah, then it is just words that feel foreign. Anyone else use affirmations or feel about them differently? 
I just started using affirmations and it is really boring mm-hmm. and I won't do it in the air. Mm-hmm. I'll read it in the morning yeah. with my coffee. Um, but it's that mind it's that mind shift. You have to believe it in your mind, not just read it or say it, which you gotta get behind some good ones. So I'm still working on some good ones. Which sometimes like, yeah, it, it feels foreign because it is so different from what's currently happening. And it might just be easier to brush it off as a joke than to actually, like, try to find the truth in it. Exactly. But I also like to write out the affirmations to the grateful, what I'm grateful for, because those I can get behind. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like trying to back up with something I can't really get behind. This is what I'm really grateful for, which then goes, well, it affirms I have a wonderful family if I'm grateful for my wonderful family. So That's, good. That's a good way to do it. Kind of couple the two of them together to match the emotion to it good you want to pick a pick a book tab i love these tabs. <laughs> <laughs> my cat loves them just say i have them i don't ever use them <laughs> welcome to the english teacher <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh, our entire experience on this planet is determined by how we choose to perceive our reality that one really stood out to me a thousand percent oh it's so hard to like just like it's irritating, like, hearing that, because it's like, I know it's true, but at the same time, it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> right. No, this is the reality, no matter what way I look at it. Yeah. Even though, really, that's super not true. Yeah. I like to think about it as, like, a tree. So, if you want to look for more dead branches, you're always going to be able to find dead branches on a tree. And you're going to just look at those dead branches and keep finding more and more and more of them. Even though on that same damn tree... There's new growth and there's new branches and there's there's more growth happening and they're branching off and twisting in different ways. It's like, okay, well you can go look at the dead branches, but I'm gonna be here nurturing my little flowering branches. It's just pick whatever branch you want to sit by. Life is gonna go on no matter what. It's I've been accused of living in a life above the clouds. Just like you're too happy up there. Come back to reality. I'm like, no, it's better up here. You get to choose to look at whatever you want in life. It takes attention, like, and redirection, for sure, especially if you're on a negative mind, which, I don't know if you guys know this, but I I might seem all sunshine and bubbles on the surface, but in high school, I actually won the biggest complainer. I was a Debbie Downer, and I just complained all the time, and that's how I created, like, social talk. I was, like, not a gossiper, but, like, just people love to complain. Misery loves company, so I complained all the time. So this path of like positivity and just like ignorance is bliss is was like working out you have to be super consistent with it and like slowly retrain your brain to just you hear a negative thought acknowledge it and try to replace it okay that's fine (laughs) totally cool